welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Well, welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on work-life balance in 2021. Hacking your biological prime time is what we were discussing yesterday, but we also talked about the power of expectations and, and routines And that one was the day before. It was really relating to not only you, but your children. So if you have children and you're trying to balance a schedule around them and make them feel uh, a sense of value and a purpose and and be able to kind of dance around that in terms of your schedule and the demands on your schedule to create that work-life balance, that would be a good one for you. But also creating boundaries with children, which was the day before in part four, Um, And then we covered some other great stuff in part three, two, and one. So if you are just now jumping on this podcast series, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning. Well, I want to continue this conversation today. And uh, I especially want to dive into the topic of how we can establish that, that biological time. And yesterday we talked about the method of finding out when your best energy is or your peak levels. But today I want to talk about a list of things that you can do that will not only affect those energy levels, but give you more of clarity on, you know, what's causing the peaks and the valleys throughout the day. So we need to pay attention to what we're eating and doing each and every day. Energy spikes aren't good when they are followed by a crash. So a good example of that would be to eat a candy bar or a donut or have a cup of coffee loaded with caffeine or sugar. This can give us this incredible spike, you know, and a lot of people will do that, especially mid-afternoon when they start to develop a crash. But then all of a sudden it comes down, and it comes down fast and hard. They can make us feel exhausted, drained, um, in a We'll have this inability to think straight, to be able to accomplish the tasks that are in front of us. Um, And so we need to be aware of that. So how do we change that pattern? And and it is a pattern. Usually most people will do this over a period of time and make a habit out of it. So it's it's discovering those patterns. That's the beginning of the the, uh, motivation to move away from it, right? So we have to find out what patterns we've created before we can resolve the issue and pick it apart and decide what it is that, that we're doing that's, that's creating these crashes. So um, mo- uh, let's let's make the most of our energy dips. First of all, uh, if you want to recharge, schedule some naps and breaks during your energy dips. Um, now, I've talked about power naps before in other series that I've done. And a power nap is typically not like a 30 or 40 or even a 50 minute nap. It is a scheduled nap that is for the full intention of creating new energy. So it should be no more than 15 or 20 minutes. If it's more than that, it may make you feel more lethargic when you wake up and unable to to accomplish those great tasks because you're going to find yourself in a funk. And you certainly don't want to do that to yourself. 
all right? So I highly recommend taking breaks when your energy dips so you can recharge it, whether that's a 10-minute walk or five minutes away from the computer to do something, you know, maybe that distracts you, or taking that power nap that we just mentioned. But do limit the time that you take to do it. So that's going to help you to refuel and get back on the job. Another thing is to do activities that require less energy and focus. So make it a point to schedule low-level activities, activities that you need less energy for when your energy is dipping. So it might be checking the mail, you know, taking a walk down the mailbox, obviously sending out, maybe checking your social media and sending a few posts or tweets or whatever, and maybe even reading something, uh, you know, or what I like to do too is even, you know, uh, if there's somebody that I owe a phone call to, I might put in my earbuds and walk you know, around the house or around the neighborhood and make that phone call so I can re-energize, kind of get my focus off of the screen time and get that uh, break that I need, all right? You can also find a lasting energy boost through peppermint oil, um, drinking green tea about a half hour before your energy dips. You can also find new energy by accomplishing tasks outside of the norm if you will um, and and I have you know really what I'll do is I'll find you know other things that I need to accomplish for the day that may or may not be related to my work so obviously if I if I have deadlines I have to meet that are directly related to my work I need to stay on task with those because there are deadlines to meet and I understand that clients always come first but if you just need an energy boost and you don't have a deadline you have to meet that day, it's a good idea to just kind of walk away from it for a minute and work on something else. It's going to give you the sense of progress in a forward motion that, that is always an energizer, but also kind of break break the, the, uh, the, the chaos or the, the uh, monotony that work can cause sometimes, especially if we're locked into certain schedules that maybe we're not used to or perhaps those that just feel like, you know, we can't seem to uh, find that balance that we need, okay? So th these are all some suggestions, definitely not something that is going to match with the difficulties you may be facing in establishing that balance. But what I'm trying to do is give you a lot of suggestions that you can perhaps latch onto and move forward into and, uh, and form those patterns that you need to find the energy to get through the day, okay? So we've talked about kids. We've talked about work-life balance in general. We've talked about the monotony of the day and how to generate energy, especially when we're feeling de-energized. But uh, finding the, the methods that work for you is the whole goal here. And I hope that you've found some things that you can latch on to and move forward with. All right, so this is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire, finishing up for today. Hoping that you'll come back tomorrow as we have more for you. Thank you for joining me.